Well, good morning, Bridge Church. Good morning. Good morning. We hope that you are enjoying such an awesome time of worship. Uh, wherever you're at in your living room, whoever you're with, we hope that you're feeling his presence and, and enjoying it. We know that we obviously can't be all together in this building right now, but we can still feel his presence wherever we're at. And, and again, we hope that you are really being able to enjoy that today. Um, and today is Easter. Yes. So happy Easter. Happy Easter, everyone. We hope again that you're already enjoying uh, an awesome time with your family and getting in to lean into that a little bit. Obviously, you, you aren't going to be able to do the things that we might typically do on Easter, given the season we're in. But hopefully you're getting creative and still being able to enjoy Easter egg hunts and candy and food and time with your family and all of that fun stuff. We hope that that is what lies ahead for the rest of your day. In fact, what I'd like you to do right now, just to, to make sure that you're awake and you're engaged in what we're doing here, um, I would love for you to pop into the comments section right now and just tell us what your favorite thing is about Easter. Whatever that might be, you don't have to say that it's Christ and what he's done for you. You probably should. But um, no, you can say whatever you want, food, candy, whatever. Uh, let us know what your favorite thing is so that we can engage with you and, and have some fun with that. So as you can tell, I've got my beautiful wife with me here today. This is uh, such a, a family day, right, that we get to enjoy time together. So I wanted her to be with me. So um, tell everybody what your favorite thing is about Easter. What would that be? So my favorite thing is definitely the family time and the food, but more so the family, just getting together with the extended family, um, seeing the joy on everyone's face, and seeing people that you normally don't see aside from the holiday time. So I really enjoy getting together with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all enjoy the food, certainly. Uh, what What is your favorite food item that you get to eat during Easter? What would that be? The sweet potato souffle. Okay, so explain to everybody what exactly that is. So it's kind of like a dessert, mm -hmm. and there's lots of sugar and butter and mm. pecans. So I don't think I need to say more. Yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, it's one of those perfect things that is really dessert, but you get to eat it during dinner. I mean, it doesn't get any better, so yep. that's, a, that's a, a great answer. So my favorite thing about Easter, um, it used to certainly be the Easter egg hunts. <laughs> I'm the competitive type, you know that. Um, and so I remember as a kid going to my grandparents on Easter morning and lining up at the door and, and getting ready to take off running for the Easter eggs. I remember having some battles with my brother, trying to box each other out to get <laughs> that golden egg. Um, and then we would come together and we would lay out all the candy and trade candy for whatever we wanted. So um, those are some awesome memories that, yeah. that will live with me forever. But I mentioned this a few weeks ago. Um, nowadays, the thing that stands out to me about Easter is really just um, the, the beautiful time that it is. Mm -hmm. There's just such a beautiful atmosphere around Easter. In fact, a few years ago, um, after one of our Easter services, somebody came up to me and, and said, I really just enjoyed getting to glorify Jesus today. Mm -hmm. And like that did something within my heart. I've always remembered that sense. And that's really what today is about. You know, we get to have fun with all the other stuff. And I know God wants us to find joy in those things as well. But really, it is about him. It's about glorifying him and reflecting upon him 
remembering that, you know, some 2,000 years ago, as John 1.14 says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He, he dwelt among us, the Son of God in the flesh. He, he walked the hills and the gardens that he himself created. He, he got to lead and guide the, the people that bear his image, and he ultimately paid the price that was, that was ultimately due to us so that we could walk away free and justified. That's what today is about, and, and that's what we want to lean into and, and worship him for and glorify him for. Um, but, you know, I was, I was doing some studying this week just to kind of get my mind in the right place for Easter and and trying to maybe see things from a different angle and perspective, I, I always enjoy doing that. And, and what's interesting is one of the things that popped up to me uh, about how I view the Easter story and the Easter message and all of the events that unfold, I, I started to realize that as I read about Christ and all the things that he endured, um, it, it's really easy for me to grasp uh, his divine nature. It's really easy for me to understand that he was God in the flesh. I mean, after all, you know, we see him doing and saying things that have never been done before, right? We see the wisdom, we see the power, we see him healing people. Like, it's really easy to connect with that and to believe in that. It's kind of strange that that would be the case, but it's true. But the thing that actually is hard for me to really connect with is actually his humanity. Yeah. Like, this is the thing that we should engage with most easily, right? That he was like us. He had a body like us. He had good days. He had bad days. And yet for me, that's something that's, that I really struggle to grasp. And, and I think the problem that comes along with that is as we read the Easter story and the things that he had to go through on our behalf, sometimes we really don't understand the level of sacrifice that he made for us. Like, like we don't really understand and put ourselves in his shoes to know that the pain that he endured uh, as the nails went into his hands and into his feet, as, as the, the slashes of the whip came across his back, came across his head, like we don't understand this was endured by a man. He endured this on our behalf. We think, well, he's the son of God, right? He, right. Can, he can do anything. He can go through anything. But he was fully man at the same time. And, and this allowed me to maybe reach a new level of understanding and appreciation for what he did for us. Yep. You know, it, it's, it's, it's the things that I've done and the mistakes that I've made that caused him to have to make that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And he endured it just as I would have to endure it. Just such an amazing message of who he is and what he's accomplished for us. So tell me this. Um, when it comes to the Easter story and the Easter message, what exactly does that mean to you and in your life? What does that mean? So for me, I definitely think about his death and everything that he endured for me for my sins. But then for me, if I really look at the heart of the Easter message, it's centered around the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Had he died and stayed dead, it wouldn't have the impact it does on the world today. So if you think about... Romans 6, 5, it talks about we will be united with him in his resurrection. Right. And we see that in the Bible as well. If you think about the disciples who were with him 24-7, they got to see all the miracles that he did and live life with him. Yet when it came time for him to die and pay that toll, they were gone. Yeah. They fled. Much yeah. like we do in our life today. If something's going wrong and not going our way, then we're, we recoil. We pull back rather than leaning into him and what he has to offer us. So if you really think about mm -hmm. the message and everything that he's done, 
that's what it circles back to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, you know, um, the disciples ran for their lives, and yet just days, weeks, months later, they're preaching the gospel all across the world. We know historically that they literally put their lives on the line yep. for that cause. And how could they have that level of faith and confidence if it weren't for the resurrection? So that's a great reminder of really what we should be rejoicing in today. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we should find new levels of joy and appreciation for what he's done for us yep. because we can indeed, as you said, have new life through him.